Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Castle Rock Season 1 Episode 10, it is the season finale, it is called Romans. So, full spoilers for the episode as always. What do you think of the finale? Right, just before we get into details, I just want, like, are you satisfied with, because keeping in mind this is supposed to be the conclusion completely to this story. How are you feeling? Yeah, I thought it was okay. <laughs> I like some stuff. I think it's a bit overstuffed. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of all over the place in its pacing. Um, I'm a little bit underwhelmed, I have to admit. I thought, because of the time jump towards the end, right? It cuts a year later. I was kind of shocked when it jumped forward, as if, as if the story at the moment had finished. Cause I, yeah. I didn't think it was. I was like, oh, he's got the gun on him. Okay, cool. And then, oh, we're just jumping ahead. Like, I, I felt underwhelmed, like... The conclusion was kind of like just and, non-existent. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll get to this more after the the discussion of the episode in particular. But mm. there there are things now that throughout the season I like less, and having seen where we've come at the end. Okay, okay, um, right. So, so here's here's my big problem. Right, my, I think my biggest problem with this finale is that. We spent the entire last episode doing this, like, okay, here's the ultimate world. This is where the kid comes from. This is, this is Henry from Earth Two, right? And, and that's all fine. It didn't really matter. Well, it's not so much that it didn't matter. It's that by the end of the episode, they they, they seem to want it to be ambiguous. Is to is he really a different version of him, or is he actually just evil? And they they want us to be unsure, just like you know, or Henry's kind of unsure. And he's yeah. got doubts, right? That's what they want. And that ties in, because at the very start of the previously on, he's him giving his speech about doubt in the courtroom. That's kind of what it is. And I'm like, okay, fine. If you want to do that, that's fine. The problem is, is that when that was presented to us last episode... It was as fact. It was pre- Yeah, it was presented to us just as it was. And sure, they told us at the end of the episode it was technically him telling the story to Molly, so it could have been lies. But it didn't play that way as we, as we were watching it. I don't think it did. No, it it didn't feel like it. It, it felt like uh, they just threw in a framing device at the end, but mm-hmm. it was just you know okay, this is this is truth, and it's a problem for this this whole episode um, because it, when when I say oh it doesn't really matter, I mean that episode itself doesn't matter. If they just told us okay, this is what it was, rather than shown us that whole episode's worth, if they if they told us those little bits of information as a short story, just him just telling Molly. I think it would, I'd be a lot more okay with it. Very, very possibly, but the episode did not play that way at all. It because at the end of the episode last week, we we were not even for a second considering that anything we saw was disingenuous. There wasn't even a, a hint that it might be disingenuous. Uh, no, and and obviously, Molly, you know, she she feels thoughts and feelings. You'd think that she'd know if he was lying. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm not going to say there was nothing I liked in this episode, there was, but, like, the actual conclusion and the ambiguity and the the overall mystique of what's actually going on, it, it feels really oddly just kind of unfulfilling, and it's not, and it's, it's not that... Especially I, that, especially the very final moment. Yeah, and it's it's not that I don't like ambiguity in my, my stories, in fact, I love it, when it's done well, I it think it's great. It doesn't make sense here. It's just not that exciting, this ambiguity. Because it doesn't feel like they've de- they didn't develop both sides enough to make me question it's one or the other. I I left the end of this episode feeling like no, it's all true, and Henry's being a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, 
it's an option that it wasn't true. Yeah, like he never felt like that in the last episode. And of course they throw in that final moment where he smirks as if he's evil, and obviously the moment where Henry sees this demonic face, or or maybe more accurately, the true age of of the kid, if he's, you know, ancient or old or, you know, decrepit, whatever. Yeah. Really old. And it was just like... and. <laughs> Because they try to tie a couple of things in, like the murder of the, the, the deaf guy. Is, oh, maybe that was the kid trying to stop stop you from learning more stuff. Um, and at that point, though, I'm like, well, why does the the does the, 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 the McCulkin the the Culkin why why does he why does he finger Henry as the killer? I don't know. Like it it, it took me aback that that Henry just didn't. I mean, obviously, I didn't expect him to just believe it. Like at face value it's a, it's a big thing to take from someone oh this guy's another version of you from an alternate earth and here's all the different things that happened differently and blah 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 i get that but i i felt like his arc was going to be that he would ultimately try to help him and get him send him home because he believes in helping people <laughs> like that's where i thought it was going uh, john this is this is the problem <laughs> you you mentioned the 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 previously on uses the the speech about doubt yes the whole point of that speech was hey we can't convict them unless we're sure. We can't ruin a life or take a life unless yes. we're certain. Whereas this here is, oh, I'm not sure, so I'm going to lock you in a cage. It's completely contradictory to what his speech was. Which would be fine if it felt like all season the tone was changing him. Because like, cause that's kind of the final point in his speech, right? It's, it's like when Lacey was making the same narration at the start. It's, mm. it's this place. It's this place does this to you. Um, and he's, I mean, he's saying the opposite in the narration, but... The kind of thing where he's wrong, right? He's saying, no, it's not yeah. the place, it's the people, it's us. But no, no, we know there's something weird about this town. It is affecting things, it is affecting people. But Henry's not believing it. That would be fine if it felt like he was been, being... Not manip- manipulated is not the right word, but if he's being changed over the season uh, by the town and whatever presides in this town, then that'd be fine. But I never got that feeling. I got to the end and it just kind of felt like, oh, we're, we're setting up this, this ambiguity and... Yeah, him him locking the kid up feels pretty out of nowhere, particularly after last week's episode where it really felt like no no this is who the kid is and what he's what he's doing. Do, do you know the thing is uh, I thought about it just over the week some things popped into my head as things oh, sure. that could have maybe disproved last week's episode as as not being true. We we were told that you know he's the cause of all the evil in Castle Rock, and then he was locked away, and that's why nothing weird has been going on for twenty-seven years, right? That's mm-hmm. why you know all all the stuff happened, you know, before her time, uh, you know. Um, so, but if he wasn't on this earth before that, he can't have been the cause of that. And then the second thing is, mm, that's true. Why would Lacey search for him and lock him up? Why would he choose to you know throw him in the prison in the cell? If he didn't have a reason to think, no, this guy is the demon, is is the devil, right? Like, I I don't have an answer. No, those are the <laughs> only things that maybe contradict for me uh, last week's episode. But because last week's episode was presented as such truth, they feel more like continuity errors than than opposing theories. Well, yeah, because the the thing here is that. The, the age of him implies that he's... Because he would not be this old, the way he looks. like That glimpse when Henry sees his face, right? When he turns around. That is much... Because, you know, he's been here for 27 years, so he'd be in his 60s. That that didn't look 60s. That looked like 150, <laughs> you know, unnaturally yeah. old. 
and to me that said that he's actually much older than what we're what we're been letting on here and he's actually i don't know, maybe he's looked back multiple times well this is not the first time he's looked back into this part of the timeline which would play nicely with Ruth's stuff of you know um when she's on the bridge mm. with motley and says oh no we, we've done this before you know we'll do it again yeah so there's that looping element going on. Yeah, and I get, I get that the end it might be, oh, everything loops, everything keeps happening, and it's in a cycle, and now Henry's the one who's got him imprisoned. That's fine, but I feel like that scene with, with Ruth, when she's talking to Molly, and Molly says something different, and she turns around and says, you've never said that before. Yeah. That's the first time you've ever said that. I thought, oh, but is this what this is about? Is it about breaking the cycle and changing things? I think, I think the biggest problem is the ending is contradictory to the story. It just yeah. doesn't line up with where the story was going or where, where our characters were and who they are. It's I, just, it feels like, oh, here's, here's a shock ending. Yeah, it, 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 not only does it feel contradictory, it, it just felt abrupt. Like, I, when, it, when it skipped ahead a year later and we were doing the coda, I was like, oh, we're, okay, I guess we're done. Like, I really didn't feel like we'd went through the journey. I didn't feel like we'd concluded yet. Mm. Uh, and that, that left me feeling really weird. And yeah, I mean, if I'm going to talk about things I like, I, I do actually love when they're in the, the jail cell and all the convicts who are getting transported from Shawshank get put in the other, the other cell and his presence makes them all start getting really violent and stabbing and end up shooting all the yeah. cops and like that that just chaos the idea that he's actually is starting like almost an apocalypse just with this little group of people I, and it's the whole town's I, I like chaos this, this, this is the first time in a while where it's that intentional like he was staring at them he was like no no, no I'm doing this I'm, I'm projecting onto them yeah uh, it, it was first time maybe since the since the the early stuff in the prison where he felt in control of what he was doing yeah because after the last week we were thinking that maybe he didn't have any control at all and let's say that it, his story is true he's from the other earth it's probably like you just phrased it there he's basically just directing his attention at something and that basically works as opposed to it's like an evil power he's got that he's he's always mm. used if that makes sense um or he is just evil incarnate and this is him you know doing this because uh, what, what... That, that's the thing. There's enough things here when we discuss it and pick it apart that okay, I guess he could be evil incarnate again. But if he, but if the and you know that's what we where we were for most of the season, and that was fine. It just feels so wrong after last week's episode, and it makes me feel last week's episode was a mistake more than this one. <laughs> more than episode eight. <laughs> I mean that that one just felt like a time waste. It, that that one and, and if it, it, it's neither here nor there, last week's actually feels like it contradicts a lot of the stuff from this uh, this episode to me and and where we were for the rest of the season because that was okay. No, he's alternate Earth. That's a fact now. And we we go okay. Maybe he wasn't evil incarnate like we've been going all season. And then here he goes, but maybe he is, and I don't feel it anymore. No, I don't feel it. It, it feels more, It feels unsure of itself, and it's one of those things where that this is this is the feeling that people who don't get Twin Peaks and stuff like that claim that all this sort of stuff is, and I feel like there's an art form to doing mysterious ambiguity and stuff that you have to actually analyze to understand, because when it comes to stuff that David Lynch does, or it comes to um, or even something a bit more simple, Lost, right? Lost, you know, J.J. Abrams also produced that. Most of the stuff that it brought up that did contradict something or opened a new door was kind of fascinating. It was like, oh, what does this add to this? What? Does, how does this recontextualize things? This doesn't recontextualize. I mean, we already recontextualized everything last week. This was saying, yeah. no, maybe that's all wrong. <laughs> yeah, and and again, 
if last week had not been presented as absolute truth, if it even if maybe if we'd even seen from the start that it was a, a it was a story they'd been telling rather than just this thing thrown in at the end and it, and it was going back and forth and Molly was questioning it. Honestly, I if they wanted to sell me in the ambiguity of the characters not knowing if he's evil or not, I would not have shown a single scene of the other Earth. I would have had the entire episode be a conversation between those two people. I'd have him in a room with her and just tell the story. And I know that sounds like, from an action perspective, it may be dull, but that to me that is the, the, the experiment there. Is you do the bottle episode where he's just trying to convince her of this story, and that's all the episode is. Here's the thing. I absolutely agree with that, and I think that's what they w- should have done. But I know because of episode eight, they wouldn't have done that. That would have been ten minutes of the episode, and then we'd have had another, you know, just a side plot to fill out the the runtime yeah and the reason why they should maybe that would have been better in the long run yeah the reason why they should do that is because then we're with the characters and it's just a story we've heard and we're unsure do we believe them do we not it's hard to hard to say i mean one of the arguments for it being fake i guess is that he basically tells molly of like a better version of herself and almost in a way to get her to trust them like hey there's this better version of yourself and you know you're much happier over there um yeah but then you were dead then you were dead. Uh, and, you know, she gets a lot. She's moved away. She's she's in a sunnier place. And uh, Wendell's come home for Christmas to visit to visit Henry. Ruth's dead. Yeah. She's she's buried with Pangborn. At least that that was a nice touch, I guess. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, it just feels so inconsequential. Hmm. It feels underwhelming. I, I'm really underwhelmed. Um. And I'm actually kind. Of, I mean, obviously, I I got a kick out of the mid credit scene, right? But I am annoyed that, like, Jackie amounted to nothing more than that accent. <laughs> There's a lot of characters that I feel like, honestly, um, Wendell, the the kid, like you know, the the son, yeah. I, I feel like other than just to have uh, something for Henry to care about, to, to get away in this last episode, that was it. Because they did the whole thing with, oh, he can hear the sound too. Yo, oh, we're, we're going to play with that. Yeah. Nothing. No, no, she just drives him out of town. It's fine. Because she's like, she looks at him and says, like, oh, you can hear it too. Maybe we should go up there and do it, right? You know, maybe we don't need Henry after all. Hmm. Nah, never mind. Forget that. No, no. I just, I don't understand the point of some of these characters. And it's, it's, it's the fact is, though, is I actually really like Jackie. Partly because the character was fun, but mostly because I like Gene Levi. But it, it just, it felt weird to ca- It was the same with uh, having, having Molly's sister. I mean, we, we kind of theorized that maybe they've got a plan for her next season, like, as a, you know, in a separate story. And that's why it was Alison Tolman, but it just it feels weird in retrospect now, especially yeah, with, um, with Jane Levi being kind of wasted like this. With um, even how much time we spent in the warden in the first couple of episodes, and obviously she has the big shock death here, which yeah, nice scene. The scene itself was was fine. It felt a bit weird yeah. to me though that again, this felt like a really quick way to try and convince us again that he might actually be evil, that he's planted it this all- little figure. And that's it led to her also death. feels like a pacing issue for the season in that you know she was very heavy at the start of the season and then we didn't really see her for a long time and then oh she's important again for the last episode have her be sprinkled throughout a bit more and maybe yeah. this would have had more weight no that's true in, in terms of I, I guess you know, we, you know we as you said with um with molly's sister we thought oh maybe next season we said the same about jackie maybe oh maybe maybe she'll be something next and season. it's funny because the mid like it the mid credit scene can go either way either it's a joke to suggest she's going to go back to the overlook hotel because she's like oh I'm, going, I'm writing a book about killing yeah. people and i'm going to go back to where it all began it's like so you could take that as a is that seriously a hint of what season two might be or is it just a little joke wink wink because she's 
related to the shining and that's all it is, is a no, little I, I think that i think it's meant to be a, a way of not having her around next year because as, as we said are, are we really going to leave castle rock the town because that doesn't make any sense yeah i don't think so uh you know when that's the name of the show it doesn't make any sense to do that so maybe she's just gone next season she's off at the hotel <laughs> unless we just go to other stephen king towns that are prominent and doesn't it just like that doesn't matter that it's not castle rock anymore it's as well shawshank's gone like it's closed down right yeah I, I i could see them doing like an american horror story thing where like in season four or five they bring like multiple the, the different seasons together because henry's yeah. still there the kid's still in that that tank like yeah i i can also say, i know we i think we mentioned it last week before but uh fargo style jump around time yeah. periods here yeah. i think that's a maybe a maybe the right thing to do so we don't yeah. have to have the ending of this kind of just hanging over it. I'll be honest, I think the biggest, the ultimate feeling I have from this at the end is that I don't think it knew what it wanted its own point to be. No, I was I was enjoying three quarters of the journey, I'd say. A couple of missteps here or there for me. Uh, but then... <laughs> It just it didn't it didn't know where it was going at the end. Yeah, we, we we spoke a lot about how oh it's it's just pulpy fun, and that's fine if you want to be pulpy fun, but you've still got to have an ending. One might make a joke here that Stephen King books have crappy endings, and therefore they are being very faithful to their inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> now I've not read a lot of his books myself, but I have heard this uh, from other people that he's got a reputation for having weak endings after really good yeah. build up. I've only read a couple, and I was, and and those had decent enough endings. But those are two of the you know most well regarded ones in, yeah. in, in Carrie. And, and he's it, written like read. what sixty, seventy books somewhere. <laughs> too more. too many is what he's written. Yes, uh, sorry that that was just what he did in the nineties. <laughs> Multiply that by another four or five. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really murky. Like, like I wasn't sure how I felt for a lot of the episode. Like I wasn't because it still if it, it felt. Because one of the things that we liked about last episode, one of the things we liked about the Ruth episode was how focused they were, right? And this one felt like it was lacking focus. Um, there was, it was a very scattered shot. There yeah. was a weird edit early on as well, I thought. The, the way it cut to the opening titles when he crashed his car, I thought it cut too quick. Yeah, I thought that too. Yeah, it was weird. It felt, it felt paced wrong. And then you have some of the some of the flashback, you know, like with um, young Henry pushing his father off the cliff and doing that stuff. So yeah, Joe was so um, funny about that. Is that that felt so important as how did his father die in the first half of the season? And by the time they showed us it in this episode, I was like, okay. Yeah, I don't care. It didn't matter anymore. No, exactly. that should have been a huge moment, right? But yeah. it feels like it was just thrown in in the middle of everything else. Like, oh, yeah, I guess we should show you that. It really does. It really feels like that wasn't a big deal at the end of the, 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 end of the season. It was like, oh, yeah, I guess we had to see how he did that. But that's kind of it. Like, and again, it's not about what an answer. It's just a, it's about wanting a coherent narrative through line, more than anything else. Yeah, it, it kind of it just it's a, the the season kind of lost itself along the way. It was it, it too much stuff for its own good, I think. Yeah, they had to simplify this a little bit. I think. Um, I mean, sure, it wouldn't have been perfect if we just got this cheesy happy ending where Henry decided to help the kid and sent him on through a portal. And then it was like, everyone's happy now because they've, they've all grown as characters. Sure, that may not be great in terms of it's a bit cheesy and simple, but it would be more satisfying than this. <laughs> I, I think the problem is after, it's it's last week's episode that really throws the wrench in this. Because after last week's, that's the only ending that feels like where we can still be on Henry's side. If we di- if you take last week's episode out of the equation and we're just, you know, it was, like I say, it was just a story that we were mm-hmm. told that, oh, he's all, you know, 
then none of this is a problem. We're, I'm much more on board with this ambiguity and all. Oh, maybe he's evil. Maybe he's not. And Henry not being sure. Yeah, but again, I might still question his choice and you know to to lock him up because that feels a little out of character based on where he was. But and, I also but... think along the way you have to also really play with the the moral dilemma. Like you have to constantly bring up the fact that Henry is this. He tries to be on this right moral side all the time, but it's tested throughout the season, and it didn't feel like it was. It felt like just all of a sudden this is relevant again at the end. Exactly. No, it feels like he's always been the moral good, right? He's always just yeah. been, I'm going to do the right thing you know, from his introduction in the courtroom. And then here we're going, oh, maybe he wasn't always like that because he shoved his dad off a cliff. So, you know, okay, he's not always been so good. So look, he can do these bad things too. But I feel like we didn't get enough of that over the season. We don't, I, I, yeah. I, this ending just left me kind of sitting there being like, huh, I guess that's over. Yeah, and it's not even like it's the worst possible thing ever. Like I've definitely seen worse, but there was very little, there was a couple of cool moments, but ultimately it was very unsatisfying, and just about every every facet. Like I didn't really, I wasn't really satisfied about where any characters really ended up. I mean, Jackie's little post scene was kind of fun, but I mean, and that's fine for her character because she was a minor character. But everyone, like Henry, Ruth, uh, she had that one scene in the bridge, and then she was just dead. <laughs> Yeah, Molly's left and she's living with a grandma that we literally haven't seen before. No, no. Um... <laughs> we haven't, right? I'm not, no, I'm not no, misremembering this. No. I don't even remember her mentioning her. And then the kid is just in a cage again. And there was one line towards the end um, about uh, where he says, you know, Lacey would said to him that he, he would sometimes forget what side of the bars he was on. The idea that he'd feel just as trapped coming here every day and looking through the bars, even though he was on the side to freedom. And it's kind of like, what what if the kid is actually wanting to be here because he knows this is what torture... Assuming he's evil, he knows this moral dilemma and keeping him here is actually torture for Henry. So he's actually yeah, here willingly. that's why he has that grin. Yeah, he wants to do this because feeding off of him for decades before he eventually kills himself, at least he did, will... will is what he wants. It's what, it's what he feeds on. Yeah. That works. It, but I feel like we're having to reach for a lot of these things here. Oh yeah, I'm reaching. I, I, I am reaching far for this. And and that's the problem. Like, there's a lot of stuff in there if we go, well, maybe if this and this and this, if it all lines up, that's that but works. It, the problem is, is that none of it hits you in your stomach when you're watching it. None of it's actually apparent or feels like it's hitting a moment. This is just afterwards. We're, try, we're trying to like salvage what's there. <laughs> Because we're not satisfied. I, I think I like this episode less now that we've spoke about it for twenty odd minutes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, like I mean, it. I, 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 I will, I will go out on a limb and say it's the worst episode of the season. You, I, you, you I, can say I, another one was filler, but I'll, t- I'll take a, a, a fun no, filler I, over ruining the ending. I, I think I have to agree with that because I wasn't a big fan of episode. I want to say it was three. No, oh, no, before that, three, before three that. or four, the Molly one. Okay, three, yeah. Three. I wasn't a big fan of that episode. You know, I wasn't huge on Molly's character. I think I didn't think it, that she was a you know a strong enough character to carry the episode. And I stand by that. Eight, I think, was mostly filler, but it, it was fine filler. It wasn't offensively bad filler. It was just okay. It's filler. I don't really care. This, like you say, it it, it kind of ruins a lot of the season in retrospect because I'm like, okay, that was fun. But it may, it makes it hard point? to recommend. I can't recommend the season to people now. No, I had people asking me two or three weeks ago. Like, actually, it was after episode eight. They were like, "Hey, you're watching Castle Rock. Is it is it good? Should I jump in?" I was like, "Yeah, 
go for it. You'll have if you know, I know I know these people, I know what their sort of tastes like. You'll have a blast with this show. And now I kind of feel bad. Yeah. Like having seen the ending of the season, I and it's not I mean, obviously we're going to try season two because it's going to be a different story, different different characters, you know. But going in a lot more skeptical. Yeah, like but it's hard to recommend this season now. And it's not even like it's like a really insulting, like, you know, left field ending. It's just really unfulfilling and, like, scared. It's a, it's scared of taking risks as an ending. It's scared of doing anything. Or, or even, you know, actually, no, that, that's incorrect. No, that, that's not true because it yeah. thinks it's taking risks. It thinks it's it taking a risk. It thinks it's being bold. It's, it's, it's incompetent not. at taking the risk. Yes. That's worse. <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather have a a, a well-executed safe ending than an incompetent risk-taking ending. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. We've we've kind of ripped this to shreds, haven't we? It kind of sucked. I'm like again. I, I like the scene in the jail cells. I, I love the idea of them causing chaos, and yeah. then some of the CG was a little bit rough. But I did like that overhead shot of the town. Now that all these prisoners are out, like just there's chaos everywhere. Yeah, I, I like the scene with with Ruth and Molly on the bridge a lot. Yeah, that on its own was pretty good. Yeah, um, and yeah, because because at that point as well, I still thought this was going to play a factor. Like we were going to use the fact that she'd seen something in a different time or whatever that was going to help. Yeah, and she was like, she was kept going around like, "Where's the queen?" Like she wasn't sure. Yeah, and that led to nothing really. And she, she you know, in that line, you know, that's the first time you've said that, implying that things have changed, which would also imply that it's not really just Alzheimer's. That there's actually more to this because something's changed yeah. exactly and it's like okay this is intriguing like, I, I, I really like that scene and that's what's frustrating so much because there are still things i like in this episode which is why i came in going yeah it's it's okay there's things i like but the more we, we spoke about it, no, the, the the less i like it the the more that all these problems outweigh those individual scenes it was the same with uh, the opening scene actually it was another flashback to Lacey with uh, the kid and the and the tank he was feeding them, yeah. and I had a problem with that scene at the time of the, the scene because I felt like it didn't add anything new. And obviously, by the end of the episode, the point is to like bookend the episode with now. It's a nice little mirror, yeah. yeah. But the scene on its own, I didn't feel it really added anything from what we'd seen in the previous flashbacks to this stuff. No, it was for the sake of mirroring the ending, which I thought, disregarding you know, our feelings on the ending, I thought the scene itself mirrored the opening of the show with Lacey down there quite nicely. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, didn't really need that scene at the start of the episode. No, no, that's that's, that's fair. Um, yeah, I'm... Bungled execution. Um, haphazard and messy. Uh, it doesn't feel coherent. Because that's the thing, you can yeah. have ambiguity, but it still has to feel coherent, like it's very intentional, and the, the point is that uh, you look for the breadcrumbs. And... And I'm not just saying this to rag on Star Wars: The Last Jedi, but I'm kind of going back to one of my old phrases for that: is just because you've subverted expectations doesn't mean it works. Like you have to subvert into something that's either interesting or changes how you think about the the, the story in a in a positive way. And this doesn't do that. It just subverts yeah. for the sake of and, hey, and gotcha. That, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the the problem. Is it did that last week? You can't pull it again. 
you already did the subversion last week with the hey, this is what's really going on. Oh, I mean, you can have Go a subvert. You can have no. You can subvert again, but the subversion has to still include what we learned the previous time. Yeah. So you still have the fact that there's this alternate world, but maybe we learn something about that alternate world that would change our perception as to what it is and where he came from. Maybe if it was as simple as he intentionally came over here to ruin things. Yeah, you, know, you know, knowing that Henry, our Henry, had gone over, and what uh, and what the effect he had on that world was, right? Mm-hmm. If he'd come over here with the intention of being evil, like, oh, I know what I can do over there. That's something there that you can still play with him being evil. You can play with the alternate world thing still, and you can still have most of what we saw last week be true, just missing a little bit, which we could have maybe filled in this week. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of a way to still include that, and it's, I'm struggling, admittedly, but then maybe don't do that in the first place. Then. Yeah, it's messy. Um, I'm, I, I mean, I always advocate for people to try better things and try and be bigger and bolder, but ultimately, this this was shooting way out of its range, and it just fumbled onto its face <laughs> yeah i think it was it was you know the the second week maybe or the third week episode four or five we, we we'd established so what this isn't going to be anything amazing but it's schlocky fun right yeah and by the end it it decided it didn't want to be that anymore it wanted to be something more and it wasn't capable of that yep can't can't really conclude the sound better than that uh bit of a mess unfulfilling and i don't hear it i just I'm I'm really unsatisfied. Uh, yeah, like I say, I feel like I'm, not, I'm uh, never going to watch this season again. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. There we go. It's it's a troubled adolescent. I'm a disappointed parent. That's what this yeah, is. Yeah. He's like, I, I know it could be better. You expect better <laughs> from it. Yes. So uh, that is Castle. Unfortunately, it's a pretty negative uh, ending to season one, uh, but hopefully season two picks up. Um, and of course. Uh, we'll be we're back with other TV shows. Obviously, the Deuce season two just started. We're halfway through Better Call Saul season four. Um, we've got Jack Ryan and Amazon. We're working through uh, Maniacs coming on Netflix soon. I'm just telling everyone we've got a few things that are coming up TV wise. Yeah, I think we're, we're trying. Is it is it called the first? Yes, on Hulu. Yes. Uh, yes. That's the 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 Mission to Mars. Uh, yes. Drama. That, that'll yes. be this this weekend. We get to that. I think. I think if, it is. If yeah. I'm remembering the dates. I, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's this weekend. Uh, so one out, one in for Hulu. Pretty much. So that is that is us. So let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Let us know what you think of the season in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. If you want to support the channel and the the reviews and uh, everything we do here, go on to patreon.com slash TV and you can support us over there for as little as a dollar per month. And if you can't do that, don't feel too bad. You can support us uh, by watching ads on YouTube and that kind of thing, as well as all the the social medias and um, everything else. But that is us, so thank you very much once again for watching or listening. Uh, We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV. Have you got any vanilla? Thank you.